Canada Border Services Agency is doing some things to ease your travel and speed it up when it comes to border crossing. Specifically, I believe they started at airports, but they are starting to implement uh, new technology and that'll make it easier to get through the uh, airport when you're arriving or departing. Uh, zipping through the Canada-US border, apparently it's about 55 seconds at the land border crossing. They want to uh, shorten that to 15 seconds. Luxury. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Um, so they are employing all kinds of facial recognition cameras at the airport. And this will eventually lead to opening electronic gates for you, sending your declaration to customs before you even get off the plane speeds things up. The agency said they'd been uh, considering technological changes to the border for a while, but the pandemic has allowed it to break through glass ceilings, they say, that were in the way. Privacy experts might have some concerns, so we've invited Anne Kavokian onto the show. She is a former Ontario Privacy Commissioner, and she now is the Executive Director at the Global Privacy and Security by Design Centre. Welcome to the show. Great to have you back on, Anne. Thank you, Kelly. Always a pleasure. The glass ceilings comment. As soon as I saw that, I thought, oh, I got to call Anne. Anne, <laughs> what are your concerns when you hear things like, this has allowed us to break through the glass ceilings when it comes to the pandemic? Oh, you know, everything associated with the pandemic concerns me because uh, there is so much taking place that we cannot examine, like look at under the hood. And this is what we always have to do. Obviously, if you're at a border crossing, everybody wants to go through quickly. There's no question. Nexus is excellent. They have facial recognition. But let me make it very clear. There's a difference between one-to-one and one-to-many facial recognition. One-to-one means, like they do at Nexus, your, the image that you submitted to them, like your passport picture, when you get to the airport, that's compared to your live image when you are there in front of a camera. It compares your live image to your passport picture, and if it's a match, good, you're good to go. That's great. That's called one-to-one. There isn't widespread comparison with hundreds of thousands of other people, but there isn't what's called a one-to-many system, which they have in Europe and in London and in England, and it's it's appalling because it compares your facial image to hundreds of thousands of other images out there and they, these aren't accurate the false positives mm-hmm. are so high so there are all kinds of problems i don't want people to think just because it's tech oh it's good we got to go with this we always have to un- look under the hood and make sure it works properly right and i think that that that's one of the things i really like about you know when we have you on the show it's just a pause it's not that hey i don't want things to advance or progress it's just let's make sure we're doing this appropriately exactly and let's make sure it's doing what it's intended to do right as opposed to creating a centralized database of everyone's personal information that the government can control at its own behest that could easily it could easily go in that direction Right. I I mean, it'd be appalling if you were falsely identified as someone who might be a drug runner. Oh, honestly, when I was privacy commissioner, so many victims of identity theft came to me that arose from these kinds of things. And it just ruins your lives. And the first thing I used to tell them is go to the police and file an occurrence report. Let them know you're disputing this uh, false identity. But it is outrageous. It can ruin your life. So apparently the uh, Nexus system, they are planning on adding facial recognition. It's a one-to-one situation. So you have no problem with Toronto adding e-gates. Once you have your Nexus card, it compares your face as you look into the camera to what they have on file. Gates open, you go through. I have no problem as long as they restrict it to that. And that's why I always say, trust but verify. 
actually, I don't even say trust anymore. Just verify, look under the hood, (laughs) make sure it's actually doing what it claims to do. That's how we have to examine these things up and down. Apparently, the security screening automation project that they are playing around with here and toying with will replace manual searches for immigration, the immigration department with automated searches. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what it means either. Automated searches of what? What are they going to be examining? Obviously, your passport, etc. But beyond that, uh, they have to spell everything out. And that's the other point that I make is that don't just accept general comments on these things. Go into the details, into exactly what they're going to be doing. We don't know exactly what they're going to be doing. We actually reached out to someone from Canada Boards, Border Services, so maybe we'll get them on the show uh, in the next yeah. few days. Cause I, Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> obviously, I have some questions, but I'm happy you came through for us. Um, they have developed this uh, ArriveCan app. Do you have any problems with the ArriveCan app? I know that it, it involves an Internet cloud environment. Yeah, that really makes me nervous because it all depends on how it's implemented. When I say look under the hood, I'm not kidding. How exactly how is this technology going to work? Who will have access to it? Is there any possibility of unauthorized access by third parties? You have to examine this up and down and ensure that the personal information is strongly protected and only used for the purpose that is intended that you've consented to. Apparently, the Canadian Border Service Agency also wants to introduce an advanced declaration system for those traveling by cruise ship, rail, um, you know, land border. It will be yeah. similar. So you you upload your ArriveCan app, you get everything filled out. Um, basically, you go you go to the kiosk. They say, "Yep, I verify you are who you are," and then you move on through. Unless they already have flagged you because they've had the information sent to them in advance, they know who they're looking for. I think that this is interesting, but. It, Isn't a face-to-face crucial in finding people who may be lying on their declarations? (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) It it is astounding to me. Now, I know many people will welcome this because it will expedite their re-entry into their country, which I totally understand. You want to make it fast and all that. But we, you're repeating, look under the hood. How is this information being processed? How will the government have the certainty associated with what used to be in the past, live interactions with individuals. Now that will no longer exist. Let them walk you through. They should have figured this all out. They should be able to explain it to us. There's one piece of this puzzle that's interesting, you know, and the information is lacking for sure, because I was reading this article put out by the CBC uh, and uh, it doesn't, it's really quite vague. CBS uh, A says that they've been implementing its air exit program uh, through which airlines provide it with information about their passengers. Do you, is this even on your radar and what exactly does this entail? I mean, what are they telling uh, Canada Border Service agents about me on the plane? Like I have too many fun and tonics? What what could they wow, possibly I, supply them with? I, I am surprised by that. I, and I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. Certainly it's something we have to look into. So the takeaway for you is we need more information um, from the story is we need more information and we need to know how our information is being uh, made secure. That's right. And we need to have independent third parties audit these systems and look under the hood. You have independent privacy commissioners. They should be all over this. That's what we have to do. All right, Anne. Well, we'll see if Canada Border Service Agency uh, gets back to us in the <laughs> next co- 
24 hours know. or so. Please All right. Let me know for sure. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much. I appreciate your time. Ann Kavukian is a former Ontario Privacy Commissioner who is uh, now Executive Director of the Global Privacy and Security by Design Center.